at the Scorecard Show, episode 131. We're into the second round of the playoffs. So we have got Aiden on board as normal. How are you, man? Yeah, good, man. Good. It's uh, good to get some days off. I've been working a lot lately. It sucks because, uh, you know, it's playoff time. Yeah, no one wants to work these days. So us us old folks need to go on and do all the work for these young young ones that don't want to. Yeah. Um, and we have Tim on. How are you, How are you mate? I am doing very well, thank you. That's the one we're going to talk. <laughs> movies too, of course, Tim, with the movie knowledge. So yeah, Aiden's going to be going through the release schedule. I was coming up in this calendar year, up to calendar year, right? We're going to do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, all the all the, all the movies that are coming up. And uh, yeah, so a bit of NBA talk first into the second round. Only one of the series sort of taking its time with Golden State and the Kings. Man, I so wanted the Kings to win that series. I, I just I keep going back to that Harrison Barnes shot that he missed in game four. <laughs> if he hit that, oh, he would have just needed one more and they would have three shots at it. But yeah, old Steph Curry, 50, 50 in the game seven, man, just legendary status once again just solidifies his place in, in NBA folklore really. Um yeah, great series though. Um Tim, you watched quite a bit of that one? Yeah, I watched pretty much all of that one. I, I actually go the opposite way to you in terms of I was really hoping the Warriors were gonna win just because I just what? when when, <laughs> when Steph Curry's playing like this, this yeah. is like legitimately we're watching one of the best players ever and he's he's thirty five. He doesn't have that much longer to go. And I just want to watch him as much as possible. Like, the Kings are going to be around for a while. That's a young team. Like, maybe that's that's fine. Team. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, I just want to watch him, especially when Steph Curry's playing like this. I just want to. I want them to go as far as possible. So I can keep watching him because it's just fun. <laughs> that, that is fun, man. Watching Steph play. Like that was insane. Like, I don't, I mean, I didn't realize that no one had ever scored fifty points in a game seven until he did it. And <laughs> when they when they're saying that, it's just like, holy that, shit! <laughs> that's actually crazy. Yeah, it's but that's just amazing. Like I don't, I don't know. Like when I'm, I watch a lot of sport. And when you're watching sport, you want to watch stuff that you're gonna remember. You want to watch the best. You want to watch stuff you want to remember forever. And that's the best anyone's ever played in a game seven. What most points anyone's ever scored in a game seven ever and we got to watch it like that's fucking cool <laughs> yeah when history is made you know it just gives us something special for you to remember like, yeah you know, that's, that's why we watch sport <laughs> exactly man for those moments like you think of the game seven winners like on dame or you know closeouts and game sixes like Giannis in the finals or mj mm. you know like and steph's in another one and it's only the first round so <laughs> let, let's hope you know, some more of these great moments come out in the rest of these playoffs, which I'm sure there should be. But yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. Like, seeing, I just love the underdog, especially when it's a going up against one of those dynasty type teams in the Warriors. So, would have been nice to see the Kings come through. Keegan Murray starting to play really well in that series, too, after a shaky start. So, Fox gave it as all. But, um, yeah, and the beast Looney too, man. Like, just yeah, that's that's insane, dude's Just fucking twenty rebounds every game now. It's just, it's just he's he's a he's a fucking beast. It's I just I mean I never you never would have seen that coming a couple of years ago. Like it's he's like 
I don't know, what would you say, like a top five center in the league now? Like, he's really good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's pretty hard because you got Jokic and Bede, and then, you know, it's it's a pretty Everybody deep else. list. <laughs> but if you think traditional center types, for sure you would be easy. Like, I mean, because what would you say? I would, you say, need, I would say he's more valuable than Gobert now. Like, Gobert was sort of the right up the top of the fucking centers for a while, and he's fucking unplayable now just about so I'd, I'd say like looney the way the way the looney's playing he's probably he's up sort of at least at that level well i'd say like he, he's definitely got he handles the ball way better than gobert and he, he's got options like he was getting a good amount of assists in those games too yeah whereas mm-hmm. gobert is gonna bloody he's gonna drop the rock you know or, and he's just gonna catch lobs but looney's can he's many more dimensions than gobert like, and fucking when you got a, a team like the Warriors that shoots so many threes, when you got a guy like that who's like fucking turn into like a vacuum cleaner on the offensive boards, it's like that's just the perfect fucking guy for that team as well. Like getting like so many second chances and fucking you know Curry doesn't need fucking many chances. It's like it's yeah, exactly. fucking works. That's why a lot of people wanted Steve Adams on the Warriors for a long time because you, you imagine yeah. Steve Adams and, and their loony role, you know. They do similar stuff, but I, I think Steve Adams could even be better. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, with, especially with the screens he sets as well. It's like he'd be fit right in. Yeah, but no, well done to Looney. Showing every year he's just got better and better. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really cool to see when there's dudes like that who just, I don't know, just... He was so hurt at the beginning of his career as well. Like he could have easily just been out of the league after like his first contract, and mm. now he's just fucking worked hard and got healthy, and he's fucking. Well, he got a good, really contract. key player. Yeah, like I think when he hit free agency, he just ended up going back to the Warriors on like a four year for twenty mil sort of deal or something like that. Mm. I got him at an insanely um, good deal. Now, Aiden, did you get on Draymond's respect list, or did you get on? He doesn't. Oh, you're on the non-respect list from Draymond. He's 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 dishing out everybody. So, did you get on it or? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know who's at the top of it. I know who's oh. at the top is LeBron James. Now, the thing is, I don't know how well Draymond's going to play because his head's going to be up LeBron's ass for the whole series. <laughs> that got like the the level of dick riding he does for LeBron is embarrassing. Like so you like, can be a fan of the guy, but it's but it's embarrassing. From a rival team, a rival team. Y- yeah, like he should be embarrassed. Like it's just it's so cringy every time he says something. It's like oh man, like yeah, I don't know, I don't know where I I don't like Draymond. I <laughs> I, I, I respect his game, but as he gets older and and the skills naturally start to fall off, as they do with you know everyone. Um, he's just resorting to dirtier shit, and and like I don't I don't like stomping on someone and then sort of claiming innocence. I I think that's bush league shit. I go the other way on that. <laughs> I fucking the bonus had that coming. Like, well, it it showed. There's another angle, and it showed Sabonis was trying to cover his face, and Draymond's foot well, got hooked in his arm. I I don't know. He definitely looked like he grabbed it, like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Those fucking European guys are all fucking grubby, right? Oh, yeah, that, that's that's fair. And like, there might have been some intention there. I don't know. I just, I don't, well, I don't like Draymond playing the victim. He still stomped on a dude's chest. 
Oh yeah, I, yeah, that's that's true. But I mean, I still the guy the guy did have it coming. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was a bit. The suspension was harsh. I thought, even though that like, probably fucking galvanized the Warriors and turned around the whole series. But like, like he got kicked, he got kicked out of the fucking key part of like a crucial game. Like that that was punishment enough. I thought that yeah. didn't matter. Didn't matter in the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it didn't. But also <laughs> like I think LeBron uh, Draymond's head. So many favorable, you know, one that doesn't go his way is probably over. Mm. Yeah, it was interesting that Joe D from the league itself set, set precedence by saying Draymond's past history went into. See, yeah, I don't. That's, yeah, that's, that's what bullshit. I don't agree with. I don't agree with that at all. Well, it sets a precedent now. So, yeah. But, so if but you build also, up a history of it, well. Yeah. Mm. But like, um, what did Dylan Brooks did something and then didn't get suspended? Well, and he's got, <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's got a history as well. So it was it was kind of weird there. Um, and I don't like anything that gives Warriors fans ammo to think that the refs actually don't like them. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like they yeah, they get the most favorable whistle in the entire league. So I get so annoyed when they're like, "Oh, the refs hate us." No, no, they don't. But in that's in that case, like yeah, saying his past action, um, and unless yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I think I, 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 I feel like sorry, I was gonna say I feel like every team though thinks that the fucking they get a shit whistle from the referees. Like I think it it's all do, pretty yeah. fair. Like the, the only guys who don't tend to get the calls are the young dudes and they I don't know, you have to earn it. And that just seems to be the way the NBA is. Like so I mean of course, Unless you're Austin thing. Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> Austin Reeves has a like a god tier whistle. It's insane. But he that's probably them. like LeBron James like being on LeBron's yeah. team fucking rubs off on yeah. him. Austin Reeves had more 10 plus free throw attempt games in a week than LaMelo Ball has had in his career. And he's a different type of game. I'm, yeah, not, I'm not saying LaMelo Ball's that. a bitch. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> let's, let's calm Shout down. You might, you might get banned from the pod. Um, let's, let's calm down. It's not coming from me, but um, Austin Reeves' game is a bit different, though. He does he does drive into the paint, get that con. Not saying LaMelo doesn't. <laughs> When, uh, he he doesn't enough. I agree with that. But when he does and he gets hammered, but he doesn't get shook. Um, Ant, Ant is another guy who I don't think gets a good whistle, and he drives in a lot. Yeah. Uh, and and, and Edward. I think if you're the good white dude on LeBron's team, you yeah. get called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember the Caruso. Yeah, it's true. If you're the good white dude on LeBron's team, everybody NBA Twitter loves you. Well, half and on do, and you get all the calls. So. But I like Reeves' game in saying that. Like he, he so do does, I. Yeah. It wasn't a thing at Reeves himself. It's sort of what made us all started to hate Caruso when I was still on the Lakers. Like, fucking bleacher. Oh, everything. Yeah, the bleacher thing. And, more more uh, Caruso tweets than Giannis tweets. And yeah. I think that was the year Giannis got MVP as well. It was. Yeah. yeah. I know we had a big bitch about yeah. it on the podcast. So. I know, there's that annoying thing, though, where pretty much anybody who plays for the Lakers and to a similar extent the Knicks. Just any little thing you do is just so much fucking more magnified than anybody else. Yeah. Like, there's been so many fucking average Lakers who are, like, so much more famous than they've got any right to be. Like, fucking, I don't know, like, Le- Lamar Odom, when he was on the Lakers, like, good player, but fucking never made an all-star team, never made an all-NBA team. Oh, I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Tim. <laughs> I'm a big Lamar Odom fan. No, oh, I am too. But you would think that he was, like, a fucking, like, absolute oh, superstar. Lakers. But yeah. he was like probably the third or fourth best player on the team. <laughs> he was yeah. definitely well. Yeah, I mean, 
Mid of world peace, aka Ron Artie. I'd say even Bynum was probably better than him. He could have been the fifth player on the team. That's pushing it. That's pushing it. <laughs> I'm a big Lamar fan. He did a lot of the, the dirty. He did a lot. Yeah, of he did. He did. But I mean, I'm just saying. Like he's he would be he'd be well well more famous than like fucking I don't know. Say even Draymond Green. I would say Lamar was much more famous just because he was on the Lakers. Oh, I don't know. Mm. I, I, I get I get what you're saying. I, I, I sort of agree. Like if Lamar Odom spent his career like fucking My, the Clippers. or something. If he stayed on the he stayed on the heat, it wouldn't be nearly as celebrated. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm just saying I'm thinking as well, like Jeremy Lin, the whole insanity thing was amazing. If he'd done that on fucking like the I don't know, the Grizzlies or something, no one would have noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um it's definitely true. Yeah, uh, even so, as a smaller example, but last season Malik Monk played for the Lakers. He scored, mm. I think he had like a 32-point game or something, and everyone's like, it's a career high when he had a 40-point game for the Hornets the year before. <laughs> it's, it doesn't yeah. count. Well, they yeah. thought that yeah. was his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, yeah, where did this guy come like... from? He just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the Lakers, um, what do we reckon, man? Like, this Lakers-Warriors series... Should be a goodie. And the best thing about it, I don't care who wins or loses. But it's actually going to have a lot of historical significance, I think. Like, with if, if LeBron wins this with the Lakers, and even AD too, to a lesser extent, like, to take out Steph after having this 50-point game, everyone's talking about Steph now and the Warriors, what they're doing. Um, like, and it, it sort of solidifies... Le- not that like anyone can really get up there with LeBron now, but it's it's a good backing in those arguments for the LeBron fans, isn't it? Like taking out Steph here because I've never, mm. other than the Cavs series, the Warriors haven't played the Lakers in the in the oh, and mm. LeBron and the Lakers haven't played the Warriors in the playoffs. So yeah, uh, that's a kind of a weird angle though because they played in what like four NBA finals against each other, LeBron and Steph. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like okay, so Lakers and Warriors haven't played since like 1991, but it's not like LeBron hasn't played the Warriors before. Yeah, it's just interesting just not being on their Cavs because everyone like LeBron was coming in as an underdog every time. Mm. Even though it was four final series in a row, but yeah, and then if Steph can take out if Steph can take out LeBron here, he I mean, he might already be in the sort of top 10 NBA players of all time. He's, he's right on the cusp if he isn't. He's knocking on the door if he's not already in the room. Yeah, yeah well, I think that I think I think it was on one of the Simmons podcasts like that he did with Rusilla this week. And they were saying that Steph's pretty much neck and neck with Kobe now in terms of where he ranks on the all time thing, which I thought was I've actually quite interesting. Kobe now. I've actually got to be at a Kobe. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Yeah. <laughs> but I fucking hated Kobe so much, so that's not oh, really I did. I did. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've realized in the last couple of years, I always thought I was a Lakers hater, but it turns out I was just a Kobe hater, and I actually don't mind the Lakers anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to piss off half the room, so that's all right. Good on you, um, that's what I'm here he for. Ate, he, ate, he hates the Thunder, too. Just, um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I hated Kobe. I hated Kobe, man, because he'd kill your team. Like He'd just come up clutch. And, but, yeah, yeah. Well, we won't but see, that was the thing as well. It was like, okay, so he would. He's got plenty of clutch moments. But I, know, I think he got so much more credit than he 
because he was a Laker and he fucking, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. feel like there was, there's plenty of times he, he fucked up as well that just gets glossed over and everyone's like, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. And fucking, everyone just forgets that fucking Pau Gasol was fucking amazing on those teams as well. Everyone just like, oh, Kobe did it all, Kobe did it all by himself. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> there are the 17 year olds that weren't even, didn't even see it, I think. But there are, yeah. there are some fans that say that. And oh, yeah, I've seen them too. It's like, he, Kobe had no help. And it's like, Odin, as we just talked about, Odin, Martis, Gasol, Bynum, Fisher, like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but you had Glenn Rice on one of those teams as well. Like it was, uh, no, that's fucking the yeah, that was the early Hope, team. But Hope's with Glenn Rice, like yeah, that's <laughs> my boy. Yeah, yeah that was. Did, I think that was yeah. one of the Shaq, the Shaq teams. But yeah, the first, yeah, like well, the first, th- first three Kobe titles as well, where he was far and away the second best player on the team. Like mm. everyone, everyone ignores that part as well. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a legend, but he has been overhyped by many for sure. But yeah, yeah, Steph, man, if he comes out here and beats LeBron and the Lakers, like he's he's advancing up the the tiers, isn't he? In all mm. time, all time ranking. Um, it should be a fun series. Are you are you guys sort of leaning towards one of these teams? I honestly, AD is a big key to this, isn't he? A healthy AD can really. I wouldn't say dominate this because Looney and Draymond are smart enough to counteract this stuff. But if he's on form, man, AD should have some big, big games, I think. Are you guys leaning? Is anyone leaning towards a, a team here? Or do you think it'll be like a deep, long series? I, I'm leaning towards the Warriors, but I mm. feel like it's going to go six or seven, I feel like. I, I don't know. I, I get the feeling they're just going to let AD basically get his points and do whatever he wants. And then work on sort of stopping everybody else because he's a fucking nightmare matchup i would say but then who's gonna fucking chase around steph and clay and all these screens all all game from the lakers mm. like that's that's not fun for them at all so i don't know i think the warriors have got too many options i think yeah i'm leaning warriors as well i think it's actually good yeah i think six maximum i don't think this goes to seven okay. um i think yeah a big thing is like yeah d'angelo russell's gonna have to do something like, he, I mean, you know, like like what you just said to him, who's going to chase around Steph? I thought Fox did a pretty admirable job yeah, in the last did. series. Yeah. Um, I don't see anyone on the Lakers capable of doing that. I'm just trying to think. Maybe Austin Reeves to a point, but then, like, who else? Like, Vanderbilt is a very good defender. I don't think he keeps up with Steph. Um, nah, it'll be a waste of him chasing yeah. Steph around. Yeah. Like, he's got to yeah, like Malik Beasley, I don't know. D, again, D'Angelo Russell, no. What's he going to do? Yeah, and who, and who's LeBron going to – who are they going to hide LeBron on? Because he's not yeah. going to want to play defense. So. Yeah, like LeBron's on Draymond. Draymond. And Draymond's going to fucking love it. Draymond can do shit. Like, I mean, he's, like you're, you're saying before that Draymond's sort of not what he used to be, but he's yeah. still – like, he can create stuff. Like, yeah, he's yeah, still yeah, – he's, he's still dangerous. Yeah. Um. Also, they, I wonder if they're going to continue bringing him off the bench. Well, they started him in Game Seven, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So he'll start. He'll start. Yeah, I'd say he will. I, 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 I kind of like the idea of him off the bench being like I, that facilitator mm, off the bench. I'd just have two guys like Chase and Curry. Like if there's a like a primary defender on him, but he uses all those screens, I'd I'd be switching, but mm. still chasing with another guy to double him. 
and I just make Wiggins and like because because you got AD back there, he can recover quite well. So if mm. like Looney Draymond are in around the paint, because they're the ones that's open, I sort of trust AD to to cover that a bit more. Mm. Like, and then I just make Wiggins and Clay to a certain extent to be the ones to kill you, and I just fucking harass the shit out of Curry as much as you can, just as like... much as you can. Yeah, and I just feel like that's dangerous though, because I reckon Clay's like looked mm. pretty good late in the season. Like he Clay just had three. a career high in threes, didn't he, for the season? Yeah, it's, I believe so. It's streaky though. It's very streaky yeah. compared to Clay used to be. So I'd rather rather than Steph being the one, I'd just rather like Clay might destroy you in one game, but I, I mm. can't see him consistently yeah. doing that throughout a series. Yeah. Whereas I don't Steph's know. I just kill you every I, game. <laughs> I feel like Clay's due for a big series. He was, yeah. I don't know, especially that game seven, he was pretty iffy against the Kings. And I don't know, I can he'll have a point to prove. And if they fucking, <laughs> if, they, if they're fucking going to give him some space, that's fucking suicide. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I just think you just have to try and take out Curry like, as much as you can. I mean, I feel like the Lakers are going to have to outscore them almost. I feel like that's the only way they beat them. Like you just don't shut down the Warriors when fucking yeah. Steph's playing like this. So, I don't know. They almost have to, like, fucking just force the Warriors into playing, like, lots of minutes for, like, Peyton and fucking putting Kaminga back in the rotation or something. Like, if, that's, if they can just play their fucking all their offensive guys all the time, then the Lakers are fucked, I think. Yeah. It'll be tough either way. Like, I don't see them out trying to out, like, 127 to 123. Mm. I, I can't see the Lakers doing that. But ah, you never know. You, you need a big, like, Schroeder might have a big game. You might, you know, as long as you get one a big game from one of them, D-Lo will have one good game in, like, a six-game series, and then Schroeder might be the... You know, have another one. Like it comes down to those guys ultimately. Right. Yeah, because you're gonna get like on a, you'd you'd need about sixty points from LeBron and AD, and then mm. you've got like probably another forty, fifty points got to make up from other places. <laughs> yeah, that should be fun though. It's gonna be interesting to see how what they do, what they're gonna throw it at the at the Warriors defensively. Mm. How they use Vanderbilt as a big key. Like what if if you're not gonna use him on Steph, what's his best? option you know it'd be sort of a waste just having like guarding looney or draymond so yeah maybe it's lebron defensive series right, lebron put everything into this one and uh see what he can do um i feel like i feel like you can't though because i mean if, if you did that <laughs> even if they made it through like what's he got left then suddenly you're fucking playing the nuggets and just find the germ find the germany again <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's going to be the opposite way though. Fucking the Nuggets will have wrapped up this series in about three days' time, and then they'll yeah, have like two weeks off. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Nuggets Suns. Let's get into that one. Um, CP injured two today in game two. Not good for them, man. Just, I mean, I picked the Nuggets to come out of the West at the start of the year. I'm pretty happy with that. How that's panned out. Um, Love watching the Nuggets and my, my boy Bruce Brown being on the team this year. So that's been cool to see. And he's been awesome off the bench with him. Um, yeah. And there's some that the cohesion now and Jamal Murray coming back to bubble Jamal is just, man, he looks good eh, when he's on fire. Like he's just, the 
the chemistry between him and Jokic when they both of them are going is just awesome. And the KCP, we said I said it at the start. I know you did too, Aiden. Just perfect dude to be on that team. Aaron Gordon just he looks so different with Jokic being the one to facilitate him. Just you know being the fourth fifth option on offense for them is just works wonders for that for that team. So can Phoenix pull something out of their ass here? They it's just. The Biombo Aiton thing for me, the, the big weakness. They need a Aiton. Just he's going to be one of those dudes his whole career, man. He just doesn't have it. He just doesn't have the color in him. I'm afraid, and it's going to be a weakness while he stays on that team. They need. I've never been a big fan of Aiden in that finals run they had. There was, but I think CP was like on his ass the whole time, which made a difference. And maybe CP's just he's just Aiden just has blocked his ears to him now because it's been like two, three years or whatever now. And it's like, oh, fuck this dude. Um, yeah, so yeah, the big man thing coming up against Jokic is just a major weak point for me. Um, yeah, any chance, Tim, the Suns can come back here? I don't think they got any chance at all. I mean, I feel like today was, if they couldn't win today, I feel like they're probably not going to win a single game this series. Like, Fucking like you're saying, Jamal Murray's come right, but he was he couldn't hit the side of a barn today. Michael Porter Jr. did pretty much nothing. It was just Jokic mm-hmm. with like a bit of, bit of other help, and they they still won pretty comfortably. And then CP3 got hurt. Like, yeah, I could see this series being a sweep. Like, they just they real it just really shows how much they gutted their team to get KD. They've just there's just not much else there. It's like there's Booker, there's Durant. And then <laughs> what else have you got? They got nothing off the bench at all. Like it's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's just, it doesn't even look close so far. I, I don't think unless there's like some, they'll probably, they maybe win like Booker and Booker and KD will fucking go off for one game and they might steal one, but I don't know. I feel like the series is over. I was talking about when we were talking to JT last on the podcast, we were talking about, what, you know, they got these, Guys like TJ Warren and Terrence Ross, like, oh, yeah, these are key veterans to have off your bench in the playoff series. And <laughs> they're being basically non-existent. Well, they, like, they're DNP, you're both of them. Like, they, they just they don't even play them. It's like they got fucking Damian Lee playing 25 minutes today. And fucking he's he's not great. <laughs> like, that's that's rough. He's a bottom 10% player in the league to me. Like, yeah, they, it really shows how much they gutted their team. And they didn't need to keep trying, at least get Cam Johnson in their deal, for sure. But but the big, I keep going back to the bigs. Aiton looks good in spots on offense, but he's just not, he's not a dominant big. You need a, especially you got Jokic and B, Giannis, you know, AD. You look at all these other teams, man. Like, even Looney would beast mode on Aiton. Yeah, I would 100% rank Looney ahead of Aiton. Like, it, it's just, I mean, Aiton's got a, maybe a bit more polish on offense, but he doesn't doesn't offer much, especially against Jokic. He's just a negative player. Yeah, to me, that's a big... At least get Lando in for some minutes or something. Like, a guy that's going to give it some guts. Like, Biombo's... We thought Biombo was done when he's back in Charlotte. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, any chance of the Suns? No. No, I, I think I think gentlemen's win. Um, but what this uh, series has demonstrated, uh, well, not demonstrated, I guess, but it, it's 
made me more pissed off that Jokic isn't going to win the MVP. <laughs> like regular season like, award, regular season. Yeah, but still, like uh, all <laughs> all these bullshit narratives that were pulled up during the season, like they all been proven false. You can't just, win yeah. three in a row, though. But see, yeah. the, pro- but the whole problem with this is that fucking Giannis should have won the, his third MVP in a row. Mm. The first year, Jokic yep. won his MVP. So if that had yep. happened, then this would only be Jokic's second MVP. So it's just the yep. whole fucking narrative thing's just pushed on down the line and just, it's just so it fucking has. dumb. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, yeah, it has. But even I, I still have not, to this day, found someone that's given me a convincing argument for Embiid over Giannis. I'm not even, I'm ignoring Jokic, like Embiid over Giannis, not one person made a convincing argument. Yeah, no, it's it's it? tough. It's like, it's kind of, it's just, it's like, a, it's almost, I mean, it's not a participation award because it's fucking MVP, but it's just like Embiid, like you've had five good years and you haven't quite got an MVP, so and we'll just give you one because so we'll you, you deserve one, it. Yeah. It's like, fuck it is, off. That's, yeah. not, that's yeah. not how the MVP should work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally agree too. It should just purely go on that season, that season alone. Yeah. All the other yeah. seasons do not matter at all. Yeah, it fucking drives me nuts when you hear like some of these voters like justifying their decisions. Like, I think it was Ramona Shelbourne like said she basically oh. ignores all the stats. And she's like, yeah, I'm more of yeah. like a narrative voter. I vote like, on just... narrative. <laughs> oh. That is, yes. Don't get us started on that, Tim. Do not get us started on that. Yeah, I heard someone similar. Oh, I'm not, not, not even going to get into it. Um, yeah, Nugs look good, eh? The Nugs look real good. I'm real happy with that. Um, over to the East. No Embiid and Harden goes off. Beat to upset Boston. They needed that one. They really did, but it makes it a bit interesting, at least. Even if they drop the next one, at least they picked up one in Boston. Can Philly... Pull it out. Can they can they beat the Celtics? And now the Celtics are sort of the would would well a lot of people are jumping on the Nuggets sort of now, but it was Milwaukee and Boston or Milwaukee Boston are the best two teams in the playoffs. Mm. That's what everyone said. Milwaukee gone. <laughs> gone within five <laughs> games from the number eight seed with Miami. Now Boston, you know, lose lose one to Philly at home. Like they should be the best team left, and they should be the best team, you know, left in the playoffs now. They should come back and win this, but can Philly win? And and can, and, and what's have we got any latest thing on Embiid? Is he playing game two? Any news? Uh, I think they said it was actually going to be. Um, I don't know if there was a return, but it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great. Or do they just rest him now that they've picked up one? In Boston, it's a dangerous game to play for me. That sort of thing, but I think yeah. they're still saying he's day to day. But I feel like they'd be stupid yeah. to play him in game two. It's just like, yeah. like you said, they I got agree. the one. They got the one they needed in Boston. They've got home court advantage for the rest of the series now. Like you just, if you sort of like, like the Jimmy Butler thing with Miami and yeah, if you yeah. if you if you're the fucking lower seed and you get a split in the first two games, you take that fucking every time. So it's like, there's no point. You don't need to risk an injury to to try and get the second game. And I don't know. You never know if fucking Harden could go off again. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, it's not worth the risk to me. If Harden pulls it, if Harden comes up with another big game, it's, it's going to do a lot to repair his reputation in the playoffs because he's, you know, they're very few and far between of, of big 
playoff games from Harden. I think the last. The, well, the thing is, though, I think he's he often has I don't know not necessarily big games, but he often has good games early in the series, and then it's when it fucking matters in the big games that he fucking just disappears. So, I mean, this would just kind of go along with that. He re- he really needs to put it together in a fucking big deciding game or something. I think to really repair his reputation, but. I don't know where you guys stand on Harden. Like I, I, I really like the. I've always liked the way he plays. Like, not always, not always when he's hogging the ball, but I just fucking love his passing and just think he's fucking. He gets a lot of shit that he doesn't deserve. I think so. I'd really like to see him fucking pull something out and even fucking knock out the Celtics would be fun. Yeah, when he when he's looking to pass and mixing up. His offensive game is cool to watch. What mm. the biggest thing I didn't like was the foul drawing on, on the mm. three point mm. line. That was the biggest thing. Ah, oh, I hate it. But well, that, that being oh sorry, carry on. No, no, no. You go I was now. just about to say that being said, he was an expert on what the rules were and what the mm. refs would call, and he manipulated it yeah. real like expert level. Um, so like he he deserves credit for that because he clearly like did his homework. Like, oh, if I do this, then it's a foul. If I go at this angle, then it's a foul. You know, like he there's a he jumped on someone's back and got the foul call. <laughs> like and the thing is he never he never complained either when they changed the rule to get rid of that. He was like, yeah. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. It's like well, that, let me just change my game up. Yeah, I'll do something else. It's like yeah, yeah which I I thought that was really cool. Like, because they pretty yeah. much changed the rule just to fuck over him and Trey Young and then yeah. he was just like, eh, well, <laughs> it was yeah. good while I had it. Um, I, I sort of agree with Tiz as well in that um, I think he cops a lot of shit that he doesn't deserve. Um, I don't agree with him sort of dogging it to get out of Brooklyn. Uh, mm. or, I think did, he did He did the same thing in Houston too. Yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, which I, will be so ironic if he ends up going back to Houston. Um, but, like, people have said he's been struggling. Like, he, no, he's just changed his game. Like, in Houston, he was the guy. That's why he was averaging, what, 35 points a game or whatever it was. Whereas now, he's like a very good facilitator um, who can take over. Like, he, I mean, he just showed in this game today, like, that was sort of the Harden of old. But apart from, I think when he first got to Philly, he was a little rough. But, like, he didn't have a down season this year. Like, I, I think oh, overall, ah, sure. it's just a different yeah, style of game. Very good. Yeah, yeah, very solid. It's just because the scoring was down. That was the only thing. Mm. Yeah, but then he's a he like can lead the he's got the ability to lead the league in assists. And yeah. like it's just that's he, did he this year or was that Trey Young? No, nah, he did this year. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was right up there last time I checked. But that, that that's amazing. Like the like he's you know, former MVP, Hall of Fame player, and he can there's not many guys at that sort of level who can completely tailor their game to fit the team. Like that's that deserves a lot of credit, I think. Like he's he can't come in and just I mean, he's got so much more accolades in that than Embiid and he's just happy to sort of take the second second spot and like defer and fucking mm. do do great things. Like he, yeah. he deserves a lot more credit for that than he gets. And and there's a there's a stat I this was I think it was about halfway through the season, so it might have changed. But the when Harden played um, the rest of his teammates' three-point percentage was literally like four or five percent higher than when he didn't play. Like all mm. of his teammates. Well, the Harden and Embiid pick and roll combination was the best, had mm. the best efficiency in the league. 
His three-point shooting was the best of his career. He's averaged over 10 assists last three years. It's just because he was averaging 21 points a game. That's, that's really mm. the only thing, mm-hmm. and his three throws dropped. Other than that, like, it was, it was he did what was needed. Like, you got guys mm-hmm. like Maxi on, you know, you don't need to play as he did on Ethan. So, he yeah, doesn't like, need to check out 14 threes a game. Yeah. Should we quit? Quickly, let's have a little talk about him going to Houston. I think Houston would be crazy for him to go back there. Well, I heard the, I heard some somewhere the other that the rumor is now that him and Jalen yeah. Brown would both go to Houston to play for Udoka. Which yeah, there's a bit of talk about it on the <laughs> Facebook group today. Um, yeah, that seems crazy. <laughs> I, to me, I, it doesn't make sense for Harden to go back there and play out the rest of his career there. It doesn't. Like I'm not a I, I'm not I don't I'm not a fan of being on the right timeline. I'm not a fan of that. I think you need a mix of vets and good play, young players mm. to to win championships. Like I, I I'm not a, I don't agree with that timeline thing, especially with a young core. Like and they get in a veteran. Oh, it's not on the right time. But this to me, he definitely not isn't on the right timeline. It's like unless he come off the bench, like. Like what? In trading Jalen Green, I, they I don't have think to get rid of Jalen Green. That's that's the only way it could possibly work. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think they're gonna give up on Jalen Green. Like yeah. just like that, to me to start start winning. To me, but, I I don't know. It just does not make sense hard to go. But it's so hard to tell with Jalen Green whether he's a winning player or not. From because he's been on this fucking dog shit Houston team for well, like just two seasons. No, you just don't know. Like, he could just be, like, just a fucking loves fucking jacking shots and putting up stats, or, or he could be really good, but you never know. And I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if they will find Devin out. Devin Booker was – Devin Booker played on a shit team for four or five years before they became yeah. good. And, you know, he, he, he seems to be the guy with the right mentality, wants to win and has made playoff runs. So you can't write dudes off early, like mm. – as you say, we we don't know what Jalen Green can be. To me, I, I just think it'll be weird for them to give up on Jalen Green and bring back Harden. Uh, it's just weird. I wouldn't do it. If I was a GM, yeah. I'd be nah. I agree. Um, I remember uh, the owner, what's his name? Uh, Tillman. Petita. Yeah. So he didn't want to rebuild in the first place. Uh, he like Obviously, they ended up, like Harden ended up forcing his hand. Um, but he he was really hesitant. He wanted to have a championship team the whole time, um, and yeah. So I could see if he forced the issue, they you know sort of try and fast forward it. But I, I actually I really like what Houston has been doing in terms of. I think if they're patient, I think they're going to have a very good team in just a few years. Um, they got uh, solid draft capital. They got some really young high potential guys and now they've got a coach and you know, personal things aside um who will actually uh give them some structure and, and uh discipline and like make them play with discipline so yeah i think i think houston's got a pretty bright future and i don't think they need to uh, uh jeopardize that just to you know try and fast forward whatever they're trying to do um, that being said, if they are going to, I think Jalen Brown, good guy to go. If he, uh, if he, if he commits to staying in Houston, uh, that's that's a good guy. He's he's not too young, but he's got 
a lot of good years left in him. And that's a weird one. It seems like he really doesn't want to stay in Boston, which yeah, yeah. seems strange, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, he's been he's been second fiddle to Tatum for so many years. Yeah, he probably he just wants to... the league before him, too. Yeah, he probably just wants to have a turn being the guy, see if he can do it. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. So back to the series, what's your guys' prediction? Boston, probably. I would say if if Embiid can come back for even game three and play at anywhere near <laughs> what what he's capable of, I think it's probably going seven, and then it'll just be be a toss up. But I think if if obviously if Embiid's not healthy, Harden can't fucking carry them by himself. But it seems like the Celtics just keep on wanting to play Marcus Smart big minutes, and he just mm. doesn't. That just doesn't seem like a good idea, and I think that could fuck them if 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 it does go like the distance. Yeah, I mean so. Derek White and Brogdon have been better than them this year. Like mm-hmm. using those two guys just makes more sense. Yeah, so I, I get that. I think Smart and not spot minutes, but in a lesser role, because White's been really good for them, eh? Like really, really good. So. There's a lot of people saying White should have made uh, or should make uh, first team all defense. Yeah, I noted him down. I mean, ultimately, I didn't mm. put him in either of my defensive teams, but I get mm. it. He, he's, he was really good. Um, Ken Hort, like Horford, was the notorious Embiid stopper. <laughs> you know, Philly signed him just to just yep. to, so they didn't have to face him in in, in the playoffs. <laughs> Is Horford still that guy? He's got the smarts. I just don't yeah. know if body can can still do it. He's getting Not on. When Embiid wants to, he can be the most dominant player in the league. But then the same to have Robert Williams seems to be pretty healthy now as well, who you can throw in the mix as well. So the Celtics have got got guys who can. They got options. Do shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Celtics come through with us. I think like the perimeter defense, like, and that just. You just gotta harass the shit out of Embiid, and mm. you know he keeps falling over like he was. <laughs> oh, that, there's a video going around of um, <laughs> the previous series. He like he literally flopped like twelve times, or yeah. if not more. Just like it's, it's embarrassing. Well, someone was saying I was I I can't remember if I read it or heard it somewhere that he's been told that he should fall over rather than try to like fight through the contact because it's less risk of picking up an injury. Not when so, you're seven foot two, man. Jesus. Like that yeah, ball I, still got to do some do some damage to him. I though. think they're just really worried about his knees bending the wrong way or something, eh? So it's yeah. better just to fucking uh, take the tumble. I, and... don't, li- I don't <laughs> like that advice. I, mean, I do not like that <laughs> I mean, advice. I don't know if that's legit. I just heard that somewhere. It's probably complete yeah. bullshit. <laughs> they can't make this to me if some athletic trainer or someone is telling them that. <laughs> fall over oh nah no thanks um yeah i think boston's just done but they look shaky in spots but yeah overall their defensive team as a unit just so good so so good they, like, they can they can take out guys like maxi tobias you know like they might go off for a game or two but like Embiid has to come back and Fucking dominate, I think, for them to take the series out. 
if Embiid doesn't offer anything, then yeah, I don't. Yeah, that that he'll need to be huge. Now, who knows if he's got it or not? Yeah, after this injury again, these damn injuries, man. <laughs> injuries, fuck, it's been the story of the year. Um, right, the other East. <laughs> speaking of injuries, the other East and the second round series between the Knicks and the Heat. Back to the '90s style. Tibbs versus Spolstra. Jimmy versus Brunson. Man, I just hope Jimmy's back. I hope that ankle hasn't been too bad. And the Knicks need Randall back too, I think, for them to win this series. It's going to... It's a battle of attrition on this one, man. Like, it's going to come out of the series. Like, so Brunson just going to the ground and, oh, your heart's over everywhere. It's, it's cool. It's old school. And I love it. I'm all here for it. So... I, don't, I really don't know who's going to win this series. I really don't. But if Jimmy, Jimmy's got to play, though. He, he might be able to miss one game, but he's got to come back. He really has to for Miami to win. Uh, Aiden, I'll go to you on this one first. Who do you think? What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, it, it definitely comes down to how, how Jimmy's health is. Um, if, he, if he can come back, I, I lean Miami. I think they've just got all the momentum, you know, like dominating Milwaukee. Uh, and, and they did that with Bam not having the greatest series as well. Mm. So, like, if, if if they can get Bam back in form and, and Jimmy stays in form, um, then they're dangerous. They're also they're doing this without Tyler Hero, which is, I think, the craziest thing. Um, yeah, but Caleb Martin came up pretty big in, in that Milwaukee series as well. Yeah. Um, the, the Knicks have looked really good pro- probably since, like, the All-Star break. They've looked, like, really good. Um I don't know. I just I'm going. I think a lot of basketball can be just momentum, and I'm I'm going with the team with momentum. So I'm going to say Miami, probably in seven. Tom, yeah, I'm sort of leaning the same way. Like I really hope that Jimmy's healthy because I don't know, play, like playoff Jimmy Butler is just another one of those guys that's just awesome yeah. to watch and such a cool story. So you just really want to see. I mean, if if they could put it together, and I mean, I think they match up pretty well against the Celtics and make another run to the finals like that would be pretty cool and it'd be pretty epic i'd like to see that but from nearly going out in the play-in game from yeah to the pools (laughs) crazy it'd just be such a cool story but i mean i like i mean i'm obviously old and washed up but i fucking rolled my ankle like beginning of last year and i was out of action for like six months so (laughs) So, so I, I don't know. I, rolled ankles can be pretty fucking bad. So hopefully, I mean, they've obviously got the best fucking medical care and stuff, but it could be pretty serious. And even if he plays, he might be pretty hobbled. So yeah, who knows? But, real bad, apparently. Yeah, so that that doesn't sound great. And I feel like if they don't have him, then they, there's not really much chance. But yeah. <laughs> Next like, man up for Miami. Next man up. He's playing. Yeah, so but you're losing Hero and Jimmy. Like that's like half of your bloody top scoring options. Like. Bro, but I mean, obviously not as important as those two guys. But yeah, well. relying on fucking Kyle Lowry to turn back the clock. Like it's, I don't know. But yeah, I feel like I don't know. I just don't think this Knicks team, even if they get through the series, I can't see them going any further. So that just be. I really Miami winning would make things more interesting to me. Yeah, I would for sure. Yeah, I'm not too fast to come through in this series. I think either of them will be. I mean, the Knicks 
would they how they definitely bet the Celtics through the season. Also Philly too, I think, and they definitely well they definitely were close games. So yeah, uh, the, both of these whoever comes around this series will be dangerous to the winner of the Boston Philly one. So either way, I think in both both Western Conference and Eastern Conference it's going to be a real tough matchup. So which is good. It's good. The, these series are fun. Ne- the next ones are going to be fun too. So it's turned out to be a real interesting and good playoff series. So yeah. Love it. Just injuries to piss off. Piss off injuries no more. Let's see yeah, this is time. a real shame when injuries sort of turn the turn the whole series and end up deciding it. Like you just that's not what you want. Don't don't worry about the injuries. Adam Silver's got the perfect solution. It's more games in an in season tournament. <laughs> it's not actually more games though. There's one more game the the, there's one more game for the final. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we better rest in that game. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Load manage on the final. And play sixty-four <laughs> games. Oh, you miss out on an award. <laughs> um, uh, yes, play more games, stars, please. Yeah. Although, please. Well, uh, and, and speaking of that, that game limit, I hope we still see load management and we get some real fucked up All NBA teams. I'm all <laughs> for it. Yeah, like that's what I give did me, for my voting this season. Yeah, give me give me fucking Malik Monk making all NBA third. <laughs> Let's go. Because he played like seventy seven games. Yeah. I love that if you get one season and there's only like fifteen guys that qualify for the all NBA yeah. teams. Yeah. <laughs> like you you go back to like seeing like AC Green and Carl Malone and Stockton and these guys, man, just fucking playing like every game, yeah. every season. Traveling on no, fucking, you know, they don't have these private jets and shit. Well, they didn't get introduced into the, the late 80s at least. Like, a lot of them, mm. you know, flew fucking with the public. And <laughs> they played every damn game. Oh, a real interesting, just quickly on this, listening to a dude, Vince Carter, who's played, he was his top 10 all-time games played, talking about back-to-backs. And it's, re- it's a real interesting thing. He said... the. I li- he liked playing backs. He felt better playing a back to back than having one mm. day off in between games. And I sort of can relate to that. I you know, I do a lot of physical job too, and sometimes just play, and, I, and like the injuries haven't. I'd I'd like to see the correlation between injuries and games played. To me, it seems mm. the less they play, they seem to be more injured. I I don't know. Like it's something about playing and keeping your body up and used yeah. to it so i think as much as anything it's like mm-hmm. the, the whole contact thing as well like your body becomes conditioned to it yeah. like the the more contact you take the more you can handle it like it's why it's always fucking horrendous when you come in after a, you haven't played in a few weeks and you feel like absolute death the next day but then if you're playing all the time you sort of your body just gets used to it yeah. so yeah, I so, I sort of agree. Like fucking, it's the science seems a bit off. <laughs> you can't just go on data, right? Like obviously you got to look at data. It's how you use the data. To me, like you just can't. Like the whole analytics thing, you know, when analytics come in, oh look at this and that. It's how you use it. So I mean, and and just going off eye tests and things like that. You look at the guy like Jokic, right? Who who's the main ball handler? You know, gets beaten up. Like, he just gets hacked, like, hard sometimes. You know, and he's the most 
well, one of the most unathletic looking dudes in the NBA. He plays every damn game. He, 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 but even he had a couple of few games off this season, but he just plays. I remember seeing him in the fourth overtime in that game against the Blazers, and he's the dude out there. He's played like 50 plus minutes, still going hard. It's like a bo- heavyweight boxers, right? There's a build to you, like, and the same with these injury things. You can't, you look at a dude like Zion, you know, like totally built all the muscle in the world, but you just got to have that. That, yeah, that conditioning, that endurance. So I think the league really needs to look at that for these top guys. But I think the thing as well is, like, very rarely these days you have, like, the best player on one team defending the best player on the other team. So, mm. like, most of the time the, the best players are hiding on defense and not even really mm. playing defense. So it's like they're resting for a lot more during the games as well. Like, they're a lot more mm. smart about look, it. Braun is an so, example straight Exactly. Away. He just hard our rest on defense. Which is smart. Yeah. But I feel like if you're doing that, then you shouldn't need to be resting games as well because you're conserving energy during the actual games. Like, uh, I don't know. It's only 48 minutes. Yeah. But then as well, like, I think you get the other thing as well where I guess like you were talking about before, the guys in the 80s, oh, they were playing so much more. But then, with the like, I mean, I obviously was not, <laughs> old enough to remember them but from everything i've heard is pretty much they it was just like a glorified scrimmage for like the first three quarters and no one <laughs> would really play hard until the end back then so everyone always yeah. had ways of like conserving energy and stuff like it that's true that definitely did happen like i've gone back and watched some games and especially the first quarter man is like terrible <laughs> yeah. just like oh throw it around oh it's your turn <laughs> And these are yeah. good teams. I was watching good, like watching the bad boys. They did it. It's like, oh, yeah, you jerk up a shot. And then, yeah, fourth quarter, <laughs> they start to get interested. But, yeah, totally. Anyway, let's hope the rest of the playoffs is good. No more injuries. 